and welcome back to Chasing Hazel's Tales, a family history podcast presented to you by two registered nurses, all-around family historians, and sisters. If you've got family history, we want to talk about it. I'm Kim McLaughlin. And I'm Laura Ireland. And we're excited to be back. We're diving into genealogy and family history, or whatever tidbits we find out, and we always find something. I'm like a squirrel, just go here, there, there, everywhere. So I'm always looking for something. And also, we have talked about David, one of our fans. And David has been a bit bored this summer with our podcast being on hold for the summer. So we want to say hi, David. Hey, David. (laughs) We're glad that you're here. We hope you had a good summer. But here in Maine, we didn't have a summer. It rained all the time. But now here we are the first week of September and finally the sun shows up. So we're, we're here now in the sunshine and we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take whatever we can get here. I know. It was it was bad. I, and I feel bad for all the people who needed rain and we had it all. Yeah. <laughs> it it or, all came. Or those who planned vacations in July yeah. and came here and it was just not very nice, you know. No. But, but we're sorry. It, but yeah, you know. it is what it is. Yeah. And so just a reminder, Hazel was our paternal grandmother. And she's the reason that we started this podcast because, well, you just have to listen to understand. And, you know, we still think about Hazel every day and talk about her quite a bit. And it's a bit of a wistful longing to know more about her, even though we found out quite a bit. For me, you know, I still just always want to know more. But I think we've probably gotten as far as we're going to, don't you think, Kim? I think, I don't know how much more new there is to know, but it's still, I would love to talk to anybody who knew her. So, you know, but there's, there's fewer of those people around anymore. So... Correct. We were lucky to talk to Maxine last year. So anybody, if there's anybody out there who knows anybody who knew our grandmother, let us know. Right, right. Yep. You know, and there's all that love and connection given to us from somebody that we never knew. And we've we've just been on a on a journey to discover. So but, you know, we may not have known her, but boy, did we give it a try. (laughs) (laughs) You might call it a mission trying to solve a mystery. Because, you know, what life would have been just fine if we never had the information we found out about our, our father's misattributed parentage. We had we were raised in a nice family, great relatives. But like you always like to call it, Kim, that bonus pack or expansion pack of relatives that we found out after all of this discovery of the other family is just icing on the cake. They've all been so wonderful and have been open and accepting of the situation of us and couldn't have... We couldn't appreciate them anymore, I don't think. So, so I, I have one thought. <clears throat> so you, th- you said, you know, we would have been just fine had we never known, you know, because we, we're fine. But right. what do you think happens? Because we always talked about the unthought known. We always had that inkling that there was something amiss. Something wasn't quite right. Something had run amok. Yes, amok. <laughs> and we knew it, but we didn't know what it was. And we just, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think happens to that after years and years and years and years, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't, I die with that, that inkling, so to speak. And I don't know, that kind of thought has been running through my mind as well, because it's like, it was a, it was a thing that happened. So, you know, with, with at least our father, possibly one of his sisters, not being Hazel's husband's child. Yeah. And it was apparently a well-known fact right, for people who knew them at the time. So, but those people, as we just discussed, there's not many of those people around anymore. So just that whole fact, you know, would have been gone over time, I think. 
I mean, had we not done this, we yeah. just wouldn't have known. Right? Yeah. And it, to me, it's just like, but is the inkling a bit of a, I don't know, like a, like a thorn in your side that you just don't know why it's there kind of like bit, the pebble know? in your shoe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a pebble in your shoe. You don't know why it's there, but you know, and, and many people go to their graves this way, which is fine. But for right. me, it's like, we'd still have that inkling. We'd still have that mm -hmm. wanting to know. Now we know. And we, and we always say what kind of a relief it is. Anyway. Right. Right. Just, just knowing the story just right. has made it better. Yeah. It made everything better. Right. I yeah. And I don't know if that's true for everybody, but for me, I just yeah. thought I'm glad I know. And I'm glad that that little inkling about that is gone. But anyway. Right. Yep. I, I completely agree. Yep. So for anybody who's just joining us, I think we'd recommend going back to the beginning of our podcast, getting to know Hazel and hearing the whole story so you can catch up with what went on. We told the story of our puzzling DNA discovery, how we unraveled the years old family secrets that, you know, were kept from us, whether, you know, I mean, not maliciously or right. anything like that. It's just those, it was just the, what happened at the time, you know, that's the way things were dealt with. Right. So that was the norm. That's what they did. Yeah. Nobody, and no. our certain, our family was certainly not the only one who did that. Right. Right. So anyway, that's where we were last year and we're carrying on because it doesn't end. Everybody has a story and we'd love to tell it, but I do want to update everybody. Last year, we did talk about, you know, we had the Nikolai family story, which was my husband's family. And last spring, we told the story about Salvatore and Ruth, and that was several episodes long. And that was a really great story too. But we want to, you know, remind you that July 29th was the hundredth anniversary of Salvatore and Ruth's Nikolai's wedding and the family showed up in August and celebrated all things Italian and got to mingle and reminisce about the Italian roots it was a really really great affair and the sun showed up <laughs> that was pretty impressive I have to say I saw the pictures and it was uh, very impressive it looked like a great time it was there was a lot of people 84 or more 84 was the last count and there had to have been more um, so it was such a good time and I'll put some pictures out on social media and they even published a story in the Lincoln news. So, you know, it turned out to be really a, a nice thing. So I just wanted to update everybody to tell you that it did happen. It happened in the sun. There was no rain <laughs> and the temperatures were fair. It was nice. It was a good day and the kids had a blast and all the adults, and I call them now the, the elders, you know, they were the cousins and now they're, they're, you know, carrying on the torch. And they all got together, reminisced, and it was really great. It was it was fun. So where are we going this fall? What are we going to talk about? We have several things. First thing I want to discuss is Millinocket, Maine. You know, we we love Maine, and so we want to talk about it. And we'll we'll do that next week. We have a lot of family there and stories to tell, and we'll we'll get going on that. That's right, and. There's, there's so much about Millinocket and actually for me, it's on both sides, you know, mm -hmm. for, for us and also for my husband, uh, but Millinocket is the gateway to Mount Katahdin, voted world's best hike by National Geographic and home to the Northern terminus of the Appalachian Trail. A lot of people. That's right. You know, they flock there. They flock. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huge numbers. Right. And we have. We have deep roots in that area. Our ancestors lived there a hundred or so years ago, and we have some great stories about that. 
Have you ever had an ever had an inkling to want to climb that mountain? I do. I really wish I could right now. Oh, I, I, I want don't. to very badly. Just so you know, I don't. Yeah, but it <laughs> it looks kind of intimidating. I have to say it. Well, and that's and that's the reason why people do it is because well, you can do it. I mean, it's and it's fairly safe, I think. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it's a big goal for a lot of people. So, yay! And uh, yeah. but and I, typically, but is, a person ought to be pretty good in shape yeah. for doing <laughs> attempting something like that. So I you think know. you know people go up and down in a day, and that's fine. But I don't I don't know. I think I need you, more than that. You just need to be smart about it. And yeah. <laughs> me going up right now would not be smart about no. it. So that's... Oh. anyway, so there's another, there's a book I want to mention. It's called Within Katahdin's Realm, Log Drives and Sporting Camps by Bill Geller. So I was shown this book because I have an interest in Millinocket and our, our ancestry, the book title Log Drives and Sporting Camps. I went, oh my goodness, wait a minute, sporting camps. You know, we know about that. And so I was shown this book by my friend Rita, and I was hooked. And I went directly to the Millinocket Historical Society, and I purchased it. So Bill Geller has many books about Katahdin. And if you want some well sourced, that was my, my biggest thing was how well sourced it was. Everything he wrote about was sourced and true. And the pictures and the stories were great. So if you want some well sourced information about the region and its history, this is where to start. And they have them at the Millinocket Historical Society. And when I went to the Millinocket Historical Society, the ladies there were lovely. And I told them what I was looking for. And we chatted. And I kept them there after their closing time. And I apologized. No, really? I I said, dang, I just got here. I don't want to (laughs) leave. But it's worth a stop there to get those books and to see what he's written. And they have much knowledge. And they also have a Facebook page. So I'll link some things to our social media, but they're well worth a shout out. And if you've got family, you know, ancestry up there, those they've got books for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite, the, Millinocket has quite a history. It's very, very interesting. It's very, those, yeah. very main in, right. in quotation marks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can it explain is. that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think most people will know what we're talking about. Right. Anyone who's listening. But we also need to mention that we're going to be talking about Sleepy Hollow, New York. We have family roots there, and I bet many others do too. And ours are pretty pretty ancient, wouldn't you say? For, for the United States, it is. Yeah, um, for you. Know, yes. Yeah, we have to say that. But for if you're not native to the United States, then this is ancient. You know, right. If you're not a native in one of the native tribes. Right. About as far back as it goes for mm-hmm. European ancestry in the United right. States. But so it just so happens we have a trip planned for the end of October. It's going to be fun. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. It's going to be a big birthday for somebody. And it also coincides with October themed festivities in Sleepy Hollow. So it should be a creepy good time. (laughs) (laughs) A creepy sleepy good. (laughs) That's right. So, yeah. So we've talked about a little bit before, we've got that Dutch ancestry, that's where the Dutch settlers were prior to the American Revolution. And now we're going to go visit and see what it's all about and have some fun. Right. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And we've also connected with a few other family historians, and they have some stories to tell as well. So we'll keep you updated on that. So we're just kind of laying out some of our plan here. So, but we're going to 
we're going to have a good time speaking with others as well. Because everybody has a story. If they And that's one of my favorite things. I tell people, don't mind my questions. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm really interested when I get to know people. Yep. I'm just interested in people's stories. I like right. to, I like to find out. Right. That's all. And we'll be, we'll be going over some of those. And so, and also, if any of you think of anything you want to, want to let us know, any tidbits or any stories or connections, we want to talk to you. Now, this, <laughs> this week's tidbit, I have a tidbit over the summer, because all you have to do is just mention it to me and I'll, oh, let me just look up the tree. I go, you know, and I look on the computer and, and let me just do a little basic tree for you and see what we found out. But I was talking with my sister-in-law. And her question, you know, basically was she had been told about her great great grandfather. His name was Alfred Gordon, and she knew about him, but she doesn't know much past, you know, of whoever came before him per se. And she, her real interest was they were Scottish, so they were told. And generally, when you're told that by, you know, family historians, it's true, but there's really no proof of it. So I said, well, look that up just a minute, you know? So we talked about her family a little bit and they, so her great grandfather was Alfred and he was spelled A-L-F-O-R-D, Alfred Gordon. He was born 1808 in Warren, Maine, and he died 1878 in Wynn, Maine. So that's her great, great grandfather. And so you wouldn't expect maybe to find a whole lot of, you know, you find your, the usual stuff, you see a cat tail, <laughs> your picture. Laura has cats running around. <laughs> she she um, came to visit. She's very interested. Yeah, well, she is interested. My sister-in-law had questions about the Gordons and about where they came from in Scotland. And, you know, all you have to do is just start looking. And so I did. I just did a few things. I started a little tree and started looking stuff up. I kind of got stuck with Alfred because I couldn't find his parents or his birth certificate. But But that's beside the point. So, but what I did was when I first started looking online of course and I, and I will say this and you know this is my soapbox this is why I love ancestry because then you connect with so many other people that are also um doing the same work that you are so there was another person mm -hmm. who had the same person in their tree and they had a picture and of Alfred and I thought well you know he was he died in 1878 so this picture is you know pretty old and anyway, so I got the picture and I said, holy God, <laughs> I looked at him and I thought, well, all right. So I saved it and I wanted to show it to my sister-in-law. And she had, the reason she had started asking questions was she had a family Bible that was in her possession and had some stories. She started reminiscing. Once you start looking at that stuff, she goes, oh yeah, I remember this story. I remember that story. And so then I came back to her about a week later and I showed her the picture of Alfred and I just showed the picture to Laura. And so I'll have Laura just give you a description of what she sees. <laughs> well, he does look, he does give the impression of being a good Scotsman. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll just say that off the bat. He's, yeah, but it's, and for the time period, it's a nice clear picture. Actually, that picture I gave you, I put through some sort of app and it cleared it up. It wasn't that clear. So oh, okay. <laughs> it was you, a little fuzzier, but did you change his eye color or hair color or anything no, I like didn't. that? Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but so anyway, he looks I mean it's a great picture, but the thing it's it's striking the scarring on his face. Right. The, the thing that you notice. I mean, the first thing that I notice is he's got these beautiful blue eyes. That's what yeah. I see. Yeah. He's got some beautiful blue eyes, but he's got this scarring on the right side of his face. 
that it either looks like a tiger scratched his face. Right. But I think there's a different story that right. goes along with that. Yeah. So I showed this to my sister-in-law, Stephanie, and she said, oh, my God. So to her, with the second she saw that picture, she immediately knew what had happened. And evidently, this Alfred, he was a farmer in Wind, Maine, and she said that she had heard a story of family, you know, family lore. Everybody hears family lore. And it said that he had been struck by lightning while out in the field with a pitchfork in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, what are the what are the chances? Right? So, I mean, that's that makes a really great story, but would you have believed it if you hadn't seen that picture? And but it makes me wonder like did he fall down and the pitchfork fall on his face? Was the pitchfork hot? Is that why it burned his face? Like, I don't, yeah, you know what I mean? Because those are clearly lines probably from the pitchfork. Right. And one passes but, right over his eye, which looks like it was scarred a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to put this picture on social media. So was he everyone... cursing the weather and holding the pitchfork up? <laughs> and that's how he got struck by the lightning? Well, she said... She so that's what she said was this is better than Ripley's Believe It or Not. She said, Yeah, it's like, nothing like an angry farmer in the middle yeah. of a hayfield having a few pitchfork assisted words with God. <laughs> and God said, No, yeah, <laughs> whatever it is you're talking about, or whatever you're cursing, or whatever's going on, no. Yeah. And so that was the family lore that was that was you know brought down through, and she probably never gave it a second thought until she saw the picture. Yeah. So, well, that's a great story. That is a great it's story. A great I said story that. and a great picture. And so I said that's just another reason why sharing on ancestry.com means so much to other people. You right. don't know you don't know who you're, you know, who you're helping or who you're right. connecting with until you, you know, until And this did she know this person who had the picture in the I don't tree? think so. I don't okay. think so, but we're still having i i've kind of put it aside a bit that was my summer little that was up that was fun but i put it aside for a bit and i'll continue looking because she wants to know where in scotland this gordon family came from so if mm -hmm. anybody is out there and is related to alfred gordon and i think i've got some more on his tree but i don't go much further back than him other than he was born in 1808 in warren maine and yeah. i found some documents and someone i don't have the name someone wrote a really great genealogy and it's in the Bangor Public Library. And they, you know, they gave a copy to the Bangor Public Library. It's really thick. It's really well done. Yeah. And I'm very impressed with it. I gave that information to Stephanie and told her that's where you need to go and read that book. Yeah. So another and then a shout out to the Bangor Public Library in Bangor, Maine. They have a fabulous genealogy section and wonderful people to help you. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. that was my fun trip. You know, that to me, that's fun going to the library and and looking for things, but that was fabulous. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my little tidbit for this week, but you never know what the tidbit's going to be next week because they come at me all the time. I just find these really yeah. funny things. So our tip for the week is not to stand out in the middle of a field with a pitchfork right. in, a light, in a thunder and lightning storm. Because it does happen. <laughs> mm. yeah. I always think, what are the chances? Well, and as a side note, our father, Laura, and my mm. Roscoe was struck by lightning. Yes. Um, and what are the chances of that? But it, yeah, it happened. So he survived. He survived. Yeah. It, just so you know. But it was that was a strange phone call to get too. 
Yeah. Anyway, so those are the tidbits. Mm. Tell us any cool stories. Yeah, yeah. So, and please rate, review, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We also invite you to reach out to us by email at chasinghazelstales at gmail.com. Tell us your tales or share what you have learned or found interesting about your family. <laughs> you can also follow us or contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or is it now called X? I don't yeah, know. Or TikTok. I, I, I don't keep pay, up with it. You can certainly reach us on Twitter, which is now X, but I don't spend a whole lot of hazel time on Twitter. Just, I mean, X, whatever it is. It's just not, you know, that's another story. But Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, TikTok occasionally. Until next week. All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>